The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor is a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle, streaming radio 24-7. Today is the 6th of March, 2018, here in Albany, where they're talking a major snowstorm tomorrow. I can't get involved with it. It's just I'm hearing this, hearing that. It's about 50 or more out. The sun is beautiful. It's warm on your face, and the sky is bright blue, and who cares about tomorrow? Let's go and live for today. Um, let's see. The first thing we're going to do is we're going to stand up, take a deep breath through the nose, out through the mouth, and repeat after me. I am a winner. I am a champion. I am unstoppable. And a lot of things I've been saying to myself today, for instance, I am living a life of abundance. I am action, action, action. Things of that nature, like the show here. I am authentic. Motivation and Muscle is the most authentic show out there. Go out and listen to the new shows with Dr. Wong called Eminem and MMM. And I just put up Eric Gutman um, show that I did, which I think people are going to really love. It's called One Rep Precision. And I'll give you a little bit of gist on it. Eric had posted a thing the other day about, you know, all the quote-unquote gurus telling you, you got to do high reps, you know, bomb blast six days a week. Um, because if you don't do that and you lift heavy, basically, you're going to have broken joints, broken tendons, broken ligaments. It's just the opposite. And then the rebuttal will be, I, I've had people say to me, well, you tore a bicep. Yep, I'll tell you why. I said right in the show, I'm sure. I was not balanced, obviously. You can grab a stone wrong. That could have been it. But maybe I didn't do the bicep work. I should have. Even though I trained him, I have a whole different feel for all that now. Um, but I'll tell you one thing. One rep, power rack, isometric, heavy, heavy, heavy is going to preserve you much more than doing 20s and 15s and bombs and blitzes and seven days a week, six days a week to the point where you can't even stand up. I don't care if you're 15 years old or you're 50 years old. Good luck because it's not going to work. So you ought to listen to that show. There is a lot of fire. And then, of course, Dr. Wong, what can I say? I mean, obviously some good stuff. Um, I don't want to forget this before we go into all the other things. But... Carmen Caputo, by the way, is on with us very shortly, momentarily. I'm going to bring him in. And he is a uh, friend of both of us, uh, Frank uh, DeMeo. What can I say about Frank um, besides I'm going to read the ad that he um, – Frank has um, been gracious enough with Don Giafardino. They are advertising with us now, which is a big thing here. Um, in the case of Frank, Frank's been pretty much with me from the beginning. He's been on the show for years, big supporter. He's always written stuff for me. Um, I think the world of Frank, I'd do anything for Frank. I've never met Frank. I intend to meet Frank like I do a lot of everybody out there. 
But boy, you talk about a stand-up guy that gives a damn. And I'll tell you one thing, um, he is very much appreciated, believe me. Um, I'm going to read you what's going on. Um, Frank's got a big, big, big program on April 21st and 22nd of 2018, obviously. And the name of the course, it's a certification, it's at macefit.com instructor certification. Now, the course is all about how to start steel club and mace training at your gym, and he's going to cover all the technique and programming. Now, to get more info on this, you can go out to macefit.com, or you can contact Frank directly, which I would say to do, because like Frank, myself, I love talking to people. The hell with the email and all that. Speak to the person. You can contact Frank DeMeo at 941-228-8341. That's 941-228-8341. And the dates of the course is April 21st and 22nd of 2018. And uh, we're going to have a few more commercials on before the end of this month. But um, he is a mutual friend of Carmen's and mine. And... um, we follow one another, all three of us, uh, all over Facebook. And, you know, Carmen's involved very much here with the show. And total respect for Carmen and, obviously, you know, my admiration for him. So go out, get a hold of Frank, participate in it, because Frank is one hell of a guy and one hell of a teacher. And he's a guy that really, really breathes physical culture. So take care and go out and get Frank, please. Now... Next thing, go out to FiorelloBarbellCo.com, um, Winners and Champions, Inc. That is the best program, I believe, in the market. If you want to learn how to lift without a lot of video, you want to learn how to think, and you want to see all the stuff, among many things, that we do at the FBC and Steel and Stoneyard, and that stuff's been with me for 15 years. Some we're doing now, we'll do it again. We've added new things. Go out and explore that, because this can change the wealth and you in every which way, okay? I mean that. It's all been done here. I don't sell anything that I don't do. I'm not like that. And it's no fluff, but if you want to get big and strong and you want to be a mental giant, go after it. Also, too, don't forget our Prosperity Conscious page on FiorelloBarbellCo.com. Now, to run this show is a ton of money, and I'm sure everyone's probably tired of hearing me, but look, the bottom line is there's over 800 shows that are free. And I should I should have kept every email and every voicemail I got from people telling me I can't sleep at night half the time if I don't listen to Eminem. The show was so great, I'm driving home from work at night. I practically drive off the road because one of you or both of you made some great crack, okay? I haven't lifted in 15 years. I'm lifting again. I haven't bought equipment in decades. I'm buying equipment again, okay? The point of the matter is we give and give and give, and prosperity consciousness you need to learn. To give and not receive back is not healthy for me and not healthy for anybody that listens here. I'm not telling anyone, forcing anyone to do anything. If you'd like to give, though, there's a 20 a 50 and $100 PayPal button. It goes right to my PayPal account. There is no difficulty at all. And each degree of money gets a gift. 
And when you're talking about the first module of Winners and Champions, Inc., you're talking a heavy-duty gift, let me tell you. Ask anybody that's got one. It's like it's unbelievable what's on there. So take a look at that. Anything you can give is much, much appreciated. Also, our YouTube channel. That is a fun channel. Go out to it. It's Fiorella Barbell Company. Real men, real strength, real power. Don't forget, now we are a media group. There's no doubt about it, what we're doing, where we're going, what we got planned. Um, don't forget about the Manly Men's Movement out on FiorellaBarbellCo.com. Go out there on the discussion board and add to it. Come on, let's move. I've been getting asked for two years. Are you going to ever do anything like that? Well, it's there. There's no excuse, and we've got a lot of young men behind us, folks. This is the opportunity to get them out of the pansy stage, okay? I'm not kidding you when I say that. And men never apologize for being men. Next, you get right now I'm doing free consultations. Come on on here. We will discuss anything you want via Skype if you're not in New York. If you're in any part of New York, come on up here. I'll give you a free workout. You'll never want to leave here. I'm that confident how good I am at training people. And it's not just the physical end we'll get into. But you do need that to prime every other end. And I will teach you that if you come here. Also, too, advertising on Motivation Muscle. Two packages. Go out to MotivationMuscle.com. It's at the very bottom. Um, You can send me a note, and uh, I will call you, and we will discuss our two futures together. Because we are going to be around for a long, long time. Also, go out to motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Look at all the shows Carmen Caputo and I have done. There's a monster amount. And like I said, hey, write a book. Well, I got enough to write a book. This is the book. This is the encyclopedia on you name it. You know what Dr. Wong said the other day? I know Carmen's going to really appreciate this. This is the second time it's been said to me, and the first person is a legend in my mind, but this guy, Dr. William Wong, has known me for years, and he said to me like this among many great things, and I'm not, this is no ego bullshit, because these guys don't mince words, and Carmen and I are very much the same, I think it's the Italian thing, but even if we weren't Italian, he and I don't cut corners. And I and I, and we'll talk about it a little bit, but I've gotten many fights with family and friends that were Italian saying things. You better have thick goddamn skin if you're going to play in our ballpark. That's the way it is. Doctor Wong said to me, Eric, with the content and the material and everything you do, he said it is equal to the Perry Raider Iron Man magazine of a long time ago. Now. That is one of the highest compliments you could ever give me in this arena. Perry Raider. But I do believe we are like Perry Raider. Maybe there's a piece of Perry Raider in me for all you know. But I'm telling you right now, greatly appreciated. Eric Gutman too. You know, like Eric said, Eric, I've listened to podcasts all over the place. You're the only one that's got the real content. Everything else is infomercials. Remember that. Remember that if that matters to you. Also, too, go out to MotivationMuscle.com. Uh, sign up for a free newsletter. Um, it goes to my MailChimp account. You'll get anything I do with a letter. And um, I'm going to give you uh, Carmen's um, bio here because I have been on for a long time, but it's very important stuff. Um, number one, 
Carmen is a U.S. Marine veteran, a retired school teacher, and a champion weightlifter for 58 years. And um, before I bring him in, and it's not to embarrass him or anything either, but Carmen, like a lot of people here, mean a lot to me um, in a lot of different ways. Um, and I'm not going to really go any further than that, but, um, you know, when you got Carmen or Frank or, or especially Charlie Oliphant, I mean, when you talk to these men, you can feel the caring and love they have for everything they do. And I've never heard them once say, no, we can't help you. In fact, Charlie said to me last night, cause we had a lot of problems with he and Liam, hooking up and we finally had two separate computers and I had to build the show and all that before. And he said to me like this, he goes, he goes, you're just unbelievable what you can do. And I said, well, you know, when you love something that much and, and, you know, you hear the passion thrown around, I think too much by a lot of phony people, you can get it done. There's a lot of things when I feel like I'm like dead, literally, I always find a way to get it done. Why? Because this is my life. This is going to happen fully, and um, I'm being enriched every day. So, Carmen, Frank, Charlie, and everybody else, thank you for all your help. With that in mind, I am going to bring him in momentarily, but we're going to talk about a program that I'm building right now that's going to come out, but we're going to get Carmen's view on it and a little of mine, and I know everybody's going to love this, Mighty Arms for Battle. Carmen? It's been a while, obviously, since you've been waiting patiently, but welcome to the show, and it's always an honor, my friend. Well, thank you very much. It's always uh, humbling to hear what you talk about me. I, I just, I'm looking around saying, who's he talking about, you know? <laughs> I think I say that every time that you introduce me, but I, I enjoy doing these shows with you, and you know, like 58 years of lifting, man. Ah, oh, I you love learn it. Something, you learn something every workout, you know, and you learn most of the time what you're learning is you still got a lot more to learn. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and not only that, in your case, like all of us, you got uh, still a ton in the gas tank. So, I mean, you know, um, well, you, so, well, you know, I'm going to be 73 in September. Wow. And wow. I still set goals, you know, and, and uh, my wife and I were talking the other day. We'll be 42 years, 41 years married in August. Wow, and congrats. Told, said, one, of my, one of my bucket list things, I want to make, make 50 with you. Yeah. You know, and I said, yeah. I, my plan is, you know, I'm, I'm working hard at keeping myself fit enough to where we can log 50 together. Uh-huh. And, uh, and and I said, you know, because you're crazy, and it takes a special guy to put up with you for that long, you know. That's all right. Hey, I, you- may, I may get shot before 50, Raul Rowe. <laughs> 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 no, I don't see that happening, but I'll tell you one thing. Um, you talk about a, a great life, great family. You know, um, you're, you're very blessed, and I know you know that. Um, but you know something, Carmen, before we move into today's topic, too? I've been going over this in my head a lot lately, and I've said it on the last few shows. And without getting into a lot of the things with the businesses here, um, it's like anything. You can have really, really rough patches. It's been pretty rough the last week, even for me. And you sit here and you're thinking. And the worst thing you do is think, obviously, in a negative direction because things try to come at you and you've got to get rid of them. And you go through... A lot of things. Um, 
and you're like, okay, I've did this. Where is the break? You know, this, that, and the other thing. Right. And I, I'm a believer that there's always something in the works, even though you can't see it. Because if you don't have a deep belief, you're not going to get anywhere. That's the bottom line. Your belief is going to create everything. I, I know decisions. I know persist all that. But you don't have any of it without belief. And I've been really, really thinking. Uh, when we're done with the show today, I'm going to go outside, um, listen to a few things. I've been uh, doing a lot of repetition on notepads with I am's and things of that nature, which I am going to get into down the road with everybody. But I've come to the realization for sure now. I am 150% sure that what drives every single thing from the belief to everything mental to everything I build internally, whether I believe in God or whatever you want to call it, I say God. And it all comes down to this, folks. It's the weight room. Mm -hmm. And before anyone says no, I'm going to tell you something, and I'm going to go right to you, and and this is going to wind right into our subject. All those things everybody talks about. You go listen to Anthony Robbins, Les Brown, anybody, okay? Anybody, Bob Proctor, all the big names. You know, and then past people like um, Zig Ziglar. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. The energy that man distributed was like, you'd swear he had uh, something. He was getting an electric shock to the brain every second. I mean, it was just phenomenal. But this is what I want to tell everybody. And I come from probably a different view of a lot of things as a speaker. I always talk about strength resolve. Strength resolve is what I call it, where it's your inners you're building to come out, all right? And if you saw the video I did a while ago, you know, I had a diagram. And it was a round circle in the center, and it said strength resolve. And I set it up, and that's how I do things. It's like a big octopus. And if you know anything about an octopus, they seem to have tentacles everywhere you could see. And the tentacles go out to all different things, whether it's your belief, your will, your end result, your health, whatever it is. And that's how I unify everything. But this is where it all comes from. This comes from the barbell, the power rack, the stones, the sandbags, you name it, okay? Everything. And here's what I'm going to tell everybody. You're not going to ever get anywhere without starting out with a barbell. And people say, what what, 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 what do you mean? Okay. But, and, I mean, Carmen's got a ton more years than me, and I'm going to give it to you right away. Uh, and whatever you feel, lay it out, um, is this. The only way you're going to have a, a steel trap of a mind is a barbell. How? Have a point, year, day, month after month of setbacks. I don't call anything failures anymore, and everything is a temporary setback because it is. What do you have to do to get rid of that setback? Well, we know you got to get stronger, but you have to get mentally stronger. What do you have to do then? We'll say the word God, belief. What do you have to do? Deepen your belief. And this goes on day in, day out, week after week, Month after month, year after year, decade after decade. And you know where it all originates? I'm going to say it again, and then I'm going to give it to Carmen. The weight room, I don't care if it's out in my 20 below garage, 
I don't care if it's in a controlled environment. Carmen's out in his garage. I don't care. You can be out in the woods hanging from a goddamn tree. It is weights. Take it, brother. That's exactly right. You know, March 1st, 1960, this little skinny kid was walking home from school, and he turns the corner on his street, and there's this big load of stuff in the yard. (laughs) And uh, I said, it's finally here. It took two months to get it delivered. But my, I had ordered a York Big 12 Special from the York Barbell Company. And I was living in upstate New York at the time, and York, Pennsylvania is not that far, but it was a 200-pound set. and had the bar and the dumbbell handles and the kettlebell handles and a variety of plates and a neck strap and all of that. And it took me a while to unload it, unpack it, and get it moved into the cellar of the house because part of the deal, I, my parents bought it for me, but I had to clean up the cellar. <laughs> and I got it all set up. And I look back, and that set back then, 1960, that big 12 special with 200 pounds steel, a five foot bar, collars, and, you know, dumbbell bars and all that, iron shoes, the whole works, courses, and everything, was $60. Oh. Isn't that something? Oh. And you look at that now, you know, you try to, there's no way. But anyway, I started unpacking that, and it's one of those eerie things, Eric. The minute I got it all unpacked and assembled that bar, put the collars on the five-foot bar and put some plates on there, and I grabbed that thing. Yeah. It was it was almost like you see in the movie where, you, you know, the guy that has this wave of emotion, and I thought, I'm hooked forever. Yeah. I am hooked forever. Yep. And I, in 58 years later, I'm still cranking. I still have that set. Oh boy! I, I, you know, I, I I don't use it as often because I've got Olympic style stuff now. You know, the the, the high quality stuff, but it, they're all, it's all York stuff. It's all vintage York. You talking about Perry Raider? I was a subscriber to the original Iron Man, and a lot of my equipment was made by him. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, it, it it it's hard to find quality stuff anymore. Right. You, just to, and, but York stuff was good stuff then. Yeah, and, and it's it's stood the test of time. And what that did for that skinny little kid is instill this attitude of you can do this. Yeah, and if you can do this, when you leave here, you can go back to school and you can do that stuff at school that people are laughing at you because they said you're too timid. Yeah, or you're too scared, or you're not strong enough. And that I was in the middle of my freshman year in high school, and by the time I graduated, in you know, four years later, I had gained thirty five pounds, and I was one of the strongest kids around for my size. I, I weighed one hundred and thirty five pounds, but I was pound for pound, I was one of the strongest kids in school. Yeah, and when I graduated and I went to see the Marine recruiter and being having that physical strength gives you a level of confidence that you can handle whatever they're going to throw at you. Now, I'm not saying that it was a breeze, but I was ready. I was prepped. The physical aspect of boot camp didn't phase me. You know, I could, I could do the chin-ups. I could do the, the uh, rope climb. I could do push-ups and all of that other stuff, you know, and if you want something bad enough, you're going to find a way to do it. And I wanted to be strong. I wanted to be 
to quit being laughed at, quit being picked upon. And I unpacked that Big 12 special, and that was a life changer for me. It truly was. I, I, I just I tell people about that now, and they say, you're getting a little radical, aren't you? And I said, you don't understand the situation at the time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It'd be, and, you know, everybody's got a story. And my story is weightlifting changed my life around. It gave me confidence. It gave me that uh, faith that I could do anything within reason. You know, the only obstacle that I cannot overcome, Eric, is death. Yeah. And that's waiting for all of us, you know. Yeah. But you you, you have a goal. You, you say, okay, this is what I want to do. Well, figure out how, you know, how you're going to do it. Make a plan. Yep. Yep. What's your plan to get to this goal? Okay, this is your plan. Okay, what do you have to do? Well, I got to work it this way several times a week. Well, then do it. And then you keep doing that. And, you know, training with weights, whether you're a power lifter, an Olympic style lifter, bodybuilder, a CrossFit, or somebody that's just training to get in shape, lose a few pounds, get their clothes to fit and look better on them. It's all about you're picking heavy crap up so yep. you can get stronger to pick up heavier crap. Yeah. You know? and, and, I mean, it's a, it's a never-ending circle. You know, when you started lifting stones, you didn't go out and pick up the biggest stone there was. You picked one up that you could handle, and you kept lifting bigger and bigger stones until you got to that the Denny stones. Yep. You know? And that's cool. That's what it's all about. That's why it's called progressive resistance training. And, and in order for any of it to work, you've got to work key portions of your body, hips and thighs, low back, shoulders, upper back, and arms. Yeah. Those are the key points because you can't pick that rock up if you can't grab it and hold it, can you? Yeah, and that's one of the biggest things. I mean, um, you, now that you have a little experience on under your belt, and it goes for anything. You got, especially with stones, you got to have fingers that are like absolutely, they're like drills. You know what I mean? When yeah, uh, I, 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 I got short arms. Yeah. And I watch these guys lifting these stones and I think, man, that's incredible. You know, it's very difficult for me to buy clothing. I've got a 19 inch neck and a 24 inch sleeve. Yeah. I, I, I know that well. <laughs> and, so, and, and, you know, 72 almost 73 years arthritis has shortened my my arm length because my elbows don't go all the way out and i'm looking at that and i'm thinking there's no way i could get my arms around that stone but i'd sure like to give it a try you know i bet you could you do what you can do with what you have and, and you take advantage of the gifts you have and i've always been blessed even from the very beginning with the modicum of upper body strength and so i've taken that to the bank and i've worked it and worked it and hoped you know hopefully have improved it it's 73 in a few months well you saw i put a deadlift up saturday i pulled yep. four five yep i put a bench press up the other day i benched 265 and i think i can do more on each of those yeah i'm sure you can but you don't the thing is i have to believe it you know, yeah, and, yep, and I yep. know I can, and I've already got my goals set, and I've already tailored my routine to where I can hit these specific weights that I want to by my birthday. That'd be you awesome. Know, I was talking to my son the other day, and I said, I think I can do this. And he said, well, get off your dead ass and do it, Dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and I mean, you know, somebody else, I'd smack him, but he's my kid, and yep. I've trained him to be that way. And I said, well, okay. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Like, hey, oh, oh, hey, hey, look, the thing, the thing is – 
and 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 rounding back to the beginning of this is this. You know, you said the same thing I've said. Um, I knew when I touched that sand, leaking sand weight set, that was it. That that just set off a chain reaction through my mind. Right. Not knowing where it was going to take me, but I yeah. never. All I ever did is rose to the next thing. You know, got in the steel, got in the Jubinville equipment. You know. Went, you know, went the next stroll into the garage, started with a, a York power rack, a thousand pounds of weight. Now, if you look at it, you'd never know it was the same place. The point of the matter is, um, all the other stuff that is tacked onto it because you're a human being, you live from head to toe and in between and out, inside out. The thing is, what my whole point of this discussion we've had to this point is this. The weight room is where it all begins. If it was yeah. me, if it was me, I've said this before on other shows. Who knows? Maybe we do have some type of certification or school. Every kid would be trained. Period. Oh yeah. And if I've they right, you know, if yeah. I were king, yep. If I were king, yep. everybody would squat and deadlift once a week. Yep. Everybody. Well, I don't give a damn, old or young, male or female. If you could move, then you're going to do some kind of physical activity, squatting and deadlifting for your lower body. Yep. Get that blood flowing, work those big muscles, because that builds overall strength, and then throw in some, some pull-downs, some yep. curls, yep. some rows, yep. and a few bench presses, and you've got a routine, you know? Yeah, and, and the thing is, um, as we know with all of it, it can go to so many different directions, but you build the base. But it would definitely, they would be required to learn how to lift. And it wouldn't be by these clowns you see in a gym. It'd be like people like you and I, among many others. It wouldn't be none of this horse shit that you see. When I bring a kid in the train, they're going to learn their body weight first, and then we progress from there. That's the whole thing. But, you know, we can leave it at that point, but I I thought it was just very important because it's the weight room that's going to set the fire on everything with you. And uh, and once you once you get that going, maybe you're training 58 years. Maybe you're going to Iceland and lifting the Husafell stone. The point of the matter is this: Carmen nor I, who would ever figure we are where we are right now? Okay, well, you got that right. Because you right. know when I started, I weighed just a tad under 100 pounds. Yep, I was a height. I'm five eight. I was 100 pounds, five eight. I'm still 5'8", but now I'm 215. Right. And it's taken 58 years of steady training and a lot of spaghetti and meatballs. (laughs) You know, and I've never been adverse to eating, Eric. You know, I like it. I do it three times a day. Yep. But but the training is what makes the difference. And even after all these years, I still get up early in the morning, even though I don't have to go to a job anymore. I still get up at 530. And I look forward to going out to the gym, whether yeah. it's hot or cold. Yeah. And a few weeks ago, the last time we talked, about a month ago or so, you know, we were in the middle of a really nasty cold spell. And, yep. And it was actually, you know, chill factor was like 15 below, and I'm thinking, I'm out of my friggin' mind. But if I don't do it, I don't feel right. It's and you, hard to explain to people. You know, your body gets used to being used, yep. and it's meant to be used. It's meant to be physical. It's meant to be active. You know, it's like a machine. You let your car sit for a long time, and you go to t- try to start it. It's 
not going to go. Right. Same thing with your body. You know, your bed will kill you. Yep. If you can't haul your butt out of bed and do stuff, it's going to kill you. You've got to be active. So I get up every morning, 5.30, I have my coffee and I have my my peanut butter toast and I let it sit for a bit and get it settled and then I head out to the gym. Yep, yep. Six days a week. Yep. You know, I don't do the same thing every day. You know, I'll do bench on Monday, squats on Tuesday, pull downs and rows on Wednesday and then repeat bench on Thursday. Right. Very light workout Friday because Saturday's deadlift day and I got about 12 people to come and we just knocked the living hell out of each other on that platform. You know, and and I love it. I, the room is electric. Yeah. It's like that. yeah. And when it's like that, you find out what you're truly made of. Yep. And, and, and remember this, everybody. When you let the workout go, you never get it back. So right. every time you do that, you lose That's another right. day to, towards your greatness. Um, Let's talk about Mighty Arms for Battle. Um, I've been... I've been Writing a lot of stuff, talking about battle, talking about just being all holstered up, ready to go, and thinking about heavy, you know, what, what do we want to do with these big, mighty arms? Because we know we're getting to that point now, it's March, before you know, everyone's going to be rushing around trying to get their quote-unquote beach body, but we're not like that. We are brutally strong, brutally powerful, but... With brutally strength, with brutal strength is going to come big muscles. And I was thinking today, with this is going to be a course I'm going to put out, brutal mighty arms for uh, for battle. And you know, I was just thinking today, you know, like battle. What is battle? Is the battle with the deadlift? Is the battle with the stone? When you're walking that stone, those big huge arms hanging out. You know, we were talking last night on the show with Charlie and uh, Liam. We got talking about Manfred Horrible. You know, quote unquote, uh, he, it was like a 24 inch arm, strong man. Um, it probably was. I mean, the guy was absolutely brutal. You know, we were talking about, you know, Magnus V. We were talking about Magnus Samuelson, especially when um, they used to do the arm wrestling and he arm wrestled Mega Man, Nathan there. Jones, and I can't remember, I think he's like six foot eight. who knows, 400 maybe, and Magnus, uh, he, he blew his uh, elbow right off him. I, I, We were talking about it last night, I can still see it in my mind's eye, the video of it, and the pain was had to be unbelievable. But that's what you do, you see these pictures of these big, huge arms, these mighty arms. Now look, I'm not talking about an arm that is not functional in any way. You know, you know, once again, like we wrote about with reps and singles in Eric's show, we're not talking about some pump artist, okay? We're talking about, like, what I would do. Like, tomorrow I have to do arms. i got to do very heavy. D- tomorrow will be the first day that I plan on completing my first dead start squat at the mashing middies with 500 pounds. Mm. 500. Um, uh, you know, I, I'm adding my five pounds. Um, we'll see. It, it, it's going to be absolutely brutal. That'll be the second set, and the 500 will hold as long as we can against the other set of rods. Um, John McKean and I have been going over a lot of stuff. He he dug up um 
some really good uh, articles by Bill March talking about Dr. Ziegler, who was all the, he was really the isometric guy, I believe, that really brought it all out um, at York. And, of course, they all make reference to Diana Ball and everything else, and I don't really give a shit. Um, but here's the point. I got to do arms tomorrow, and I know already. Um, I don't do a lot. I do straight bar curling, but I also like to use, I, I have a log style bar, so the arm is not, so the, the unit is not out in front of you. When you grab it, basically your arms are to your sides, and you're coming up like that, rather than your palms in front of you doing that. Now, though I will do, I will do a combination. I will do the log curls, and I will go in the power rack with a pollen's axle, and I will do isometric holds. Um, you know, a lot of times, like, I'm not going to talk about all the stuff with the program, but, you know, I still feel a lot of people like to do, um, tricep extensions, usually standing more so than not. Some use a curling bar, some use a straight bar. Um, I like using a big heavy dumbbell that looks like a truck axle, but I always double collar everything because God forbid if that ever went off behind your head, it'd take your head off. But my point of the matter is, but it's not just directly working the arms, you know, we love to talk about here, you know, rock, rock bent rows. Um, bent rows, obviously, with an Olympic bar. Obviously, one of the biggest things are heavy dumbbell rows. Um, we can do them any way we want here. Partials, two-inch bar, um, one-inch, obviously, standard. I've also uh, taken a whack at different heights with a three-inch bar, one-handed. You know, it would be an Olympic-style bar, but it's a three-inch. Almost absolutely impossible to even grip and pull. Real interesting stuff. So, you know, I'm looking at it from not only directly working it. Obviously, I mentioned some of the work, the other um, work we do, the heavy stuff. But I, I'm just talking also to the effect. I mean, when you walk in somewhere, we've talked about this before, and usually when you see someone that you know is training, obviously the neck, hand, hands, and uh, Arms are a big giveaway. I mean, I you know, you, you look at the whole deal, but you know that somebody's doing something. Now, we all know the joke. Some of them just do upper body and walk on chicken legs, which is a waste of time. There's no point in doing it if that's the attitude. But nothing looks better than a set of mighty arms, man. I mean, mighty. All right, go ahead and take it. That's true. You know, I mean, you put your you put your shirt on. Do your arms fill out the sleeves or do they hang there like straws, you know? Yeah. And I like that feeling when I put my shirt on that my arms fill out the sleeves. Yep. You know, because it tells me that I've been working hard, that the program I'm doing is working, and it also tells me that when I want to do something physical, I'm able to do it. If I, if I need to go to Home Depot and buy, you know, a bunch of bags of rock for the garden, yeah, I don't need some yard aid for moving from the place of the car and from car to the house. I can do it myself. Yep. You know, it's about being self-sufficient, you know. And and that's one thing about lifting. It's it's very old school stuff, you know. Back in the long, long, long ago, even before me, you know, uh, when cavemen were romp, romping around in the evenings, they would have to put a rock in front of the cave to protect their family from the varmints that were out there moving around wanting to eat them. And in the morning, <laughs> yep. they'd have to move the rock away. Every time I do a heavy lift, I, I get this image in my hand, head 
okay, I've protected my family. Once again, I can still do this at 72, almost 73. You come into my area and want it, you're going to get hurt. Yep. And to me, that's what it's all about, Eric. Yep. You're protecting your family, protecting your loved ones. You know, that's what a man is supposed to do, this manly movement thing. Yep. A man is supposed to be the protector and the provider of his family. Whether it's just he and his wife, or if they've got one or 15 kids, he is the one who is tasked with setting the example for the family. How are we going to do this? What is our goal in life? What direction is this family going to take? Are we going to be victims, or are we going to stand up for our rights and say, you come over here unasked, uninvited, you're going to bite off. You better bring a big lunch, because it's going to be an all-day dance. Yep, yeah, yeah. I um, I'll tell you what. You know, it all it all flows with what we talk about. Um, what I, what I like about this whole discussion we're having today. I mean, you know, whether it's talking about the weight room and what it does and how you need that right from the get go. Forget everything else. Get in there. Get acclimated with everything. See what you can do right off the bat. See right. where, Test yeah, yeah. Test yourself. Test your, you know, at that point, you are going to be creating a belief system, even if you don't realize it. But the whole idea here is this. You know, when, uh, when I talk about that stuff, when I talk about, you know, the big mighty arms, well, you know what? Think about this for a second. The big mighty arms come from big mighty training. Okay, all right. Now, let me tell you something. To do any of the things, you know, you you heard what Carmen talks about, especially when they have the big deadlift day on Saturday. You've heard me with other people on my own about lifting stones. Okay, now it, it it really is super important to have big arms and work the biceps, especially. Because, you know, I had a tear, obviously, like a lot of the guys do. Does that guarantee you no tears or anything? No, there's no guarantees, all right? But what you can do is you can build yourself where I think that you might be able to get away with it the rest of your life doing it. And I'll tell you why. Not only is the, you know, everybody thinks the mighty arm is the uh, bicep and tricep. Yeah, well, we know the tricep's two-thirds of your arm. Obviously, you want a key on that. But that little bicep is so vitally important in everything you do. We don't realize it until we either hurt it or tear it. You know, Bill Crawford and I did a big show on bicep training about a month and a half ago, and it got sterling reviews from people. It was a complete course, pretty much. And the point of the matter is, if you're going to lift any stones, not only do you want a strong bicep and tricep, but most people neglect from the elbow down to the fingers. And that is building mighty arms for battle. Here's, let me just, let me phrase it quick and I'll give it to you, Carmen. Obviously, you want to have all the tendons, ligaments, especially in your elbow area, just absolutely brutal, because that's usually where you're going to get the tears, okay? And some are real bad. You want to have forearms as big as you can possibly get them. And I mean, like, just where, where they look like bowling balls, literally. Um, I've been doing a lot of wrist rolling again. 
um, among many other things, uh, especially working the thumb because the thumb is so vital with everything, especially if you want to pick up oversized dumbbells or if you ever want to go after the inch dumbbell, one of the weak points usually is your thumb. All right. Now, if we're going to go lift stones, let's be honest. You've got to have an arm, like you know, it's got to kick like a mule, literally. But the biggest thing about all that is, is your fingers, because your fingers are going to really dictate if you're going to be able to lift that thing or not. And you can have the arms, you can have the hip girdle, you can have the shoulder girdle, and you can have the power right from the feet up. But here's usually the breaking point with anything like that. If you don't have the fingers, you don't have the lift. Look at any of the lifts. I mean, look at the dead. Go ahead. Yep. Guys miss more deadlifts because their hands were weak. They had huge thighs. You know, you know they squat. You know, and and their low back looks like cables. Yep. But you know, and they've got the big biceps, but it's out of proportion. The upper arm is big. The forearms are slender. And you shake their hand, and it's like grabbing a dead fish. And that just <laughs> me off, Eric. Yeah. You know, I'm, I came, I came from a family. My granddad came over on the boat from the old country. Yep. He worked for the city as a laborer. When he grabbed you, you know, you knew you were got. You didn't get away from the old guy. Nope. You know, what I mean, and he, you know, the grandkids would be over there farting around, and he'd be sitting at the table table drinking his wine and eating his biscotti and every once in a while he'd slam that table and he'd say pasta you know <laughs> yep and we'd stop yep and then we'd pick it up again and yep. he only said it once because the next time yep you got close you got your ass snagged up and you didn't get away from him he had hands i swear to god he could have crushed an apple with him you know yeah yeah sure and, and to squeeze it and make, make cider right there and you, once he got you you never got away and so, and yeah. I, I feel that same way. And when I train, yep. whether I'm doing whether I'm doing pull downs, rows, kettlebell rows, curls, bench presses, I squeeze that bar as hard as I can to keep my hand strong. Because when you're making a deadlift or a clean for a heavy clean and jerk, or you're picking up a rock, your hands are the first thing that comes in contact with your object. Yep. You know, and if you can't enforce your impose your will on that object at that moment you're pretty much screwed yeah. i used to i coached wrestling for three years when i was teaching and i and this was in grade school and they had a program here in the system where they'd stuck and they'd follow the same routine that the high schools have so they'd have continuity from grade school all the way through high school and oklahoma's got some really good wrestling kids you know oklahoma state university just last week won their 52nd national championship, you know, so yep. they know how to wrestle here, but you watch a good wrestler and they go out and they shake hands and then they set up and the minute they get contact, you almost can tell who the guy who's going to win is because if he grabs that kid hard enough yep. and they flinch, they're toast. Yep. Yep. Mentally they're beat and they're already physically saying this guy's going to whip my ass. And you know what happens? They get their ass whipped. Yep. And, and it's just, it's, so the first thing that comes in contact with whatever you're going to lift are your hands. I don't care if you're a thousand pound squatter or a thousand pound deadlifter or a 900 pound bench presser. You still got to grab it with your hands. You still have to be able to hold on to it. If that bar's across your shoulders and your hands can't keep that bar under control, you're going to get crushed. Yep. If, you know, if you want to lift that stone, 
and you grab it, you encircle it, and you start lifting and your fingers give out, you know better than I that stone's not going to move. Nope. So it all starts at the end of your arms. Your hands have got to be strong. And there's so many things. You touched on it, wrist rollers. That's an old-school exercise, but it's yep. so effective. You know, in, in Iron Mind out in California, they make some incredible grippers. Yep. You know, those things will make you squeak. Yep. You know? Yep. Build that grip. Get those fingers strong because, you know, again, you live long enough and arthritis comes and visits, but I deal with that, but I it hasn't whipped me because I think I've gotten myself strong enough to where I can still do what I want to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and uh, you just have to accept the fact that anything worthwhile is going to hurt a little bit. Oh, yeah. You went to college, right? Oh, yeah. In college, man, how in the hell am I going to do this? But do you want it bad enough? Oh, yeah, then you do it. Yeah. It was the same thing in boot camp. You know, I'm thinking, these people are crazy here. They're going to kill us. But all I got to do is make it to noon chow, and I'll be okay. Okay. And I get to noon chow, and I said, well, there you go. We got half the day done. Anybody can do the rest of the day, you know? Yeah. Just... And it's how the, what did they say, how the ant ate the elephant, one bite at a time. Yeah, exactly. You, know, you can go in there and swallow it all at once. It's one bite at a time. You go and you say, okay, I'm going to do this today, and tomorrow I'm going to take a little bit bigger bite, and so on and so on. Before you know it, it's all gone, and you're on top of your obstacle. You've overcome your obstacle. And, and it's just you try to explain this to people who don't train, and you can see their face, looking, and they're looking at you like you're out of your friggin' mind. It's too much effort, and I think that's the problem. We've created a culture right now. People want it all easy. Yeah. They want it, they want it given to them. They don't want to have to work for it, whether it be athletically, you know, educationally, work-wise, or what. They all, everybody wants to start out at the top as the CEO making two hundred grand a year, and it, life isn't that way, man. You've got to swallow a lot of crap before you get halfway up the ladder, you know? Yeah. Um, and, go and ahead. You've got to get yourself used to that and accept that, and make it to where you're going to be better than your obstacles that surround you. You're going to rise above, always yep. rise above. I'm sorry, I just took over. You had things you wanted to say. No, that's that's not it at all. Um, not only do you got to rise above, you got to be better than the others. That's the way it is. They don't want that taught. They don't want people, um, you know, being that way. They want everybody to be happy-go-lucky. Well, you can be very happy and go lucky and still do a kick-ass job and get yourself anywhere you want to go. The whole point of the matter is this. Physical culture needs to be taught, and it needs to be taught in a big way, and it needs to be taught more now and more quickly now than ever because because of what people have done, the way this is, this whole system's been bastardized, and and with social media especially now, it it people are uneasy with their bodies to begin with the majority of them. Why I have no idea. It could be a lot of components, but. I had someone uh, recently say to me, uh, this guy, you know, um, he wanted to, we were talking about the Etched in Stone program, and, you know, he's looking, and he's like, I don't know, he says, you know, look at how fat I am, I'm like, right away at that point, I knew he wasn't going to be a fit here, because this, this is the, this is the big problem I see with everything. We talk about, you know, when we're talking about the mighty arms for battle and uh, working out 
where it's going to start building the mental and and uh, emotional belief resolve, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it takes a lot, a lot out of a trainer normally to train someone. All right, that's the first thing. Number two, the majority of them are used to paying ten dollars a month and getting nothing. So when you tell them your price, you can literally hear their chin hit the floor, right. and It'll always be, well, geez, that seems kind of high, and that would be twice a week, and blah, 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 blah. Do you negotiate? I'm like, absolutely not. I've done that before and got my ass burned big time, all right? Um, now, if it's somebody I know that's really hurting, of course, I'm probably going to have a soft spot for them, but it's only going to read so far. But when you have the attitude of saying things like that, you know, we got to get them into the weight room first, but if you're coming into the weight room, especially my gym, with that type of attitude, uh, if I take you, you're probably not going to last very long, because I'm a guy that believes the that energy is spread around. This is where I train, too, remember. I don't want that. I don't want that negative, passive, pussy-ass attitude in my gym when you leave, because it hangs around. Then I've got to change it all back, because I can feel it. Um, but this is the thing, um, when you want to do all these things, when you want to build might and you want to build things that stand out and you want to do massive deadlifts and massive stones and whatever it is you want to do, the worst approach to anything is to say things like that, especially if that's being repeated to yourself, because guess what, everybody, subconscious mind doesn't care, it'll love to remind you of that every time you go near a weight room or wherever you are, okay? And how do you shut it off? You don't shut it off until you can learn how to override it. Well, how do you do that? That's the point I'm making. People don't realize what a good trainer is because it's it's definitely the physical point where we start everything. But when you've been wrecked for, you know, look, there's teenagers that are mentally destroyed already. Forget the 40-year-olds, all right? But when you're that contaminated, it takes somebody that is very, very good to start teaching you right away. I don't like doing that, but we've got to get we've got to get rid of that attitude. Um, those things just don't go away real easy. If they ever do with some people, we always hold on to a little residual through our whole life. That's life. All right. But the majority of the big stuff you get rid of, you override, you dump. All right. And then obviously we've got to create a belief system that is unparalleled, and this is why I try to tell people this. It's not a 90-day program. It's the rest of your stinking life, okay? That's key right there, and I tell people that. I said, okay, yep. uh, well, I need a diet. No, no. Diet's bullshit. What you need is a lifestyle change. Yep. That's, you know, in, in this is not a, a two-week thing where you're going to lose three pounds in two weeks and then fit into your reunion dress no this is a lifestyle change you want to do this you're going to have to commit for the rest of your life get rid of the old things the things that tear you down yep. you know well i can't i'm not big enough I, I got a 15 and a half year old girl that comes by she's going to be 16 next week big z i call her she i call her big z because she weighs 100 pounds and that little part she has got an iron will yep she will not be denied well you've seen video of her yeah life. i've seen her just like a wisp of grass but she gets that bar and she turns into a wonder woman yeah you know yep. i've got a 61 year old 
well, she's 63 now, 63-year-old granny that lives with me. When she started three years ago, she couldn't do diddly. Now she's pulled, well, she, Saturday she did five sets of five with 205 on a deadlift. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And I told her, I said, D, I said, you're, you're doing better than most guys in their 30s. Yeah. You know? Because then the thing is, you know, you put it down and she says, I should have done more. And I said, no, you should have done what you did. Yeah. Use that as fuel for the next workout. Come back saying, okay, I did that last time. I'm going to do this this time. You know? And, 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 and you've just got to keep, stay hungry, you know? And, and not be satisfied. But that's the biggest thing is this is not a, a temporary fix. If you're going to get into this activity, it's got to be a lifetime activity for you you've got to commit it for the long haul you can be very pleased with the results but it's work and a lot too many people don't want to do work anymore i saw last week two weeks ago the u.s army of course yeah marine corps wouldn't say this the army saying they're going to drop trying to teach these recruits how to throw a friggin' hand grenade because they're not strong enough to throw it far enough. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Wong put that up, and I'm, I, I I took that and put that on etched. And the, and, and, I thought, you got to be freaking kidding me. Yeah. Those, I, I just, okay, you know. <laughs> well, I put... I, what I, have I, to here? Yeah, well, I put that out on etched in stone, the caption I put throw your iPhone instead. You know what I mean? Because that's all they give a shit about. The point, this is the biggest point, all right? And I'll give it right back to you. Here's the biggest point. You know, we're talking about diets and everything. If you watch any sports, they're always going to be running mega this, mega that, buy your food, this is how you lose weight. It's all load of shit. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you one thing where here you become a personal best pretty quickly because of the way we train and the way your body starts changing its clock on everything, without even putting you on a diet, there's going to be a lot of foods that you loved that are not good that you're not going to even have any desire to have anymore. What is that then? Well, that's a mental shift without doing anything. All right? What you're doing is you're, I said, here we go once again, you are taking your physicality now and your physicality is starting to form new habits for you all the way around. When you understand that, you'll be successful. There's right. that you're not going to need Marie Osmond to tell you, "Oh, I, I, well, all right, maybe she did, maybe she didn't." But let's remember, most of the people advertising that stuff have probably all had augmentation everywhere. All right, and they have the biggest motivator of all. They're, they are told, you come and hawk our product, and we're going to give you a carload of money. Absolutely. And that's what motivates people. Yep, you know? yep. I mean, you know, it, most of the time, you know, I've got a burning desire inside of me to not quit. I want to be as strong as I can for as long as I can. You know, I'm not lifting as much now as I did when I was 40. But by God, there's not too many 72, 73-year-old guys running around that can stay up with me in the gym. Right. And half these kids that come by here tell me, you need to slow down, old man, because you're killing us. You know? And I'm thinking, well, I don't I don't have a slow button. I'm either on or off. Right. Right. Right? You understand what I'm saying? Totally. If you're going to step into that door, give me everything you have. You know, I understand there's always going to be somebody – a little stronger, somebody a little quicker, and Lord knows somebody a lot better looking than me, but 
that doesn't mean I got to quit. I can still make progress. You know, you can be better than you were yesterday by coming in today and, and giving it your all. That's all I tell these kids. And they come in. And I said, look, all I want you to do is give me your best every time you're coming in here. Yeah. Don't come in and sit over in the corner and say, oh, geez, man, I had a rough night. Who hasn't? You know, I mean, I've had a rough life. You talk about a night. I've had a life. Yep. Get in here. Bust your hump. Feel better. Improve yourself. And when you finish your workout, you're going to look in the mirror and say, by God, I'm glad I showed up. You know, from time to time, I put a meme up on my Facebook. It says nobody after nobody ever left the gym saying I shouldn't have come. No, no, not at all. And I, and here's what I'm going to tell you. And then I'm going to hand it because we're getting near time. This is the thing, Carmen. I love the brutality of weights. I love yeah. the brutality of sandbags. I love the brutality of stones. I love the brutality of whether it's 20 below or 100 degrees with humidity. Okay? You gotta love it. You gotta dig it. Most people I know are gonna think you're not in the right frame of brain at all. But here's the thing. I am in the right frame of brain. And I'll tell you why. Because I've always wanted to do something and be a little bit better than myself or anybody else. And I don't really care what others do, but there's never going to be a day where I'm going to sit around and just, eh, you know, that, and that, because there's a fire within you no matter what you're doing. Now, the body needs to want to move. And when you're like that, you might get up a half hour earlier and do something, or you go to bed an hour earlier, or you know what? This Saturday, I'm going to get up early. I'm not going to stay in bed till 9 a.m. I'm going to get up. I'm going to go out. I'm going to go lift some weights. I'm going to go throw some stuff around, and I'm going to come back, and the rest of my day and weekend is just going to be great, and I'll be able to face Monday morning at a job that I don't like, and guess what? Now that I've built all the self-confidence, I'm going to go out and look for a better job. I'm going to go do something else. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, here's what it is. When you make these small changes or you get trained by people like Carmen or myself that understand it, that have probably been through a lot of it, but they understand one thing. One thing I've got a better grip on than I ever have is human nature. I can hear you open your mouth and I can figure it out right away now. Okay, I know where you're coming from. I know when somebody tells me I'm a fat slob, okay, and you're telling me you want to get in shape. That is not a motivator, folks. That is not a motivator. In fact, that's like turning yourself inside out. What you need to say is this. You know something? I'm not in the best shape of my life right now, but I'm going to change that. Guess what? Your subconscious mind says, zing, we got a winner here, all right? Okay, you know, there's certain words, there's certain ways you choose your language, but this is all stuff where you got to learn, go out and study. Let's face it, most people are done learning by 21 years of age. I read the stats, okay? They don't feel they need to learn anymore. They've learned everything. Okay, maybe for you, that's it. But here's the deal. You're not going to get anywhere in the world. Okay, and that's the truth. You want a business because we were talking about the other day. Yep, real chic to be an entrepreneur, really. Most of them like the podcast, you last 30 days. Um, try to stand up, stay up for almost four years when you're struggling, but you're always going to make it no matter what. And the one day you're going to crack that wall totally, and here it comes. Here comes rivers of $100 bills at me 
soaring like a big eagle over my head I'm watching. That's how you think. That's how things happen. But you know what? The in-between is going to be mighty cruel to you at some times. And you're going to have to be fucking twice as cruel back. All right? And you're going to have to... Your tears are going to run down your cheeks. You're going to be upset like you've never been. Other days you're going to celebrate and you should celebrate everything as much as you can. Because I'll tell you one thing that I have not done for myself enough is to celebrate all of my triumphs here. Because I've been looking at things for way too long, measuring myself in dollars all the time, which I need. There's no way we can run anything of this magnitude without a lot of dollars or dollars for solutions. Or if I said before, I hope there is somebody that comes to me down the road and says, Eric, I got a, I got a great product or I want to do this and I'd like to pitch it to you and would you invest in me? Well, I'm the kind of guy, if you're good, I will invest in you. All right. That's the way I was brought up. That's my beliefs. But the point to wind this whole program up today, whether we're talking about the mighty arms for battle, all right, your your mighty arms are going to show all your battles. They're going to show a lot of scars on them. And it's the same way with all the scars it's joined with when you first pick up that barbell and suddenly it's going to set that trail of good things coming. And it will be good days, bad days. It's the way it is. That is how things are. Do you have to let it eat you up inside? No. What you have to do is answer the call every time. You know, hit it over the head with a sledgehammer and throw an anvil at it. For God's sakes, pick up a fucking bar and throw it. Pick up a stone and throw it. I don't mean literally at something or someone. But you get my point. All right? This is what it's about. Stop worrying about everyone else, what they think, the 90-day fixes, the food, all that horse shit. Get in the gym, wherever it is, grab a barbell, start from there. Go out and build the mighty arms for battle. Because I'm telling you right now, when you do that, you're going to have 58 years of good, good memories and hopefully 58 more. Carmen, it's all yours. Uh, give a synopsis, anything you'd like. Give out any information. I will give mine and hang on the line, please. All right. Thanks again, Eric. This has been a knockout interview this is one of the best we've done i think okay i've enjoyed okay. it immensely and again thank you for the opportunity and you're welcome folks, if you want to see an old guy make a fool of himself get on facebook i'm on all the groups winter circle etched in stone strong and over 40 strong and over 60 you know strong and over 70 uh gosh i don't know but just anything to do with weight training power lifters there's, that's another site. I'm on that one, too. And I, I try to post things from time to time. I love the sport. I love the people I've met through the sport. And it's just made me a better person, and I love helping people. Like Eric has said, he loves helping people. There's nothing quite more pleasant and enjoyable for me than to have a new person come in the gym and they say, well, I can't do this, and by the end of the session – the look on their faces, holy crap, I can do this. Yep. That's what it's all about for me. But thank you, Eric. And oh, I look yeah. forward to another opportunity. It's yep. back to your show. Take it over. Yes, sir. Um, it's always a, a great, great time with you, Carmen. And today, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm talking about with this show. I mean, the content rich 
and it's not an infomercial. You know, we talk about products and all, but it's all stuff that's legit. But the biggest thing is here, I don't know if you've realized this, everybody, we might bring up something that we don't like. But have you ever walked away with not a solution for yourself or multiple solutions or something to go out and check out or contact us? I mean, that's the beauty of this show, plus the energy. And, you know, we bring it. It doesn't matter who's on, because if you don't bring it, you don't stay on here with me. That's We aren't timid souls at all. We got souls, but we aren't timid by any means. So... Um, if there's a show you would like Carmen and I to do, uh, Fiorello Barbell at nightcap.r.com, um, go out to iTunes and Stitcher, give us a five-star review. Uh, we thank everybody for that. If you want to get us in your car, you can go to AHA directory, which is AHA, and you can get us 24-7 in your vehicle. Um, if someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, never be afraid to say hello. Or give them a smile or words of inspiration. Because I'll tell you this. Um, you don't know what people are going through. We talked about that. You don't know. And you never know what you might say to somebody. Because they could be feeling who knows what. And you change their whole life. You could literally change someone's life. And I mean that. It's that big of a deal. Also. As my mom said when we were kids, never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile for that day. That might be all they get. Also, too, if you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, press it, pull it, squat it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. And I'll tell everybody, um, I know you've heard it for the last few years. I can't wait to the day to step on Icelandic soil. If you knew what was going on in my head, you'd be like, oh, my God. Um I love stones. I love. I li- just love lifting, man. I, I. There's nothing better. Not I. Women come, women go with me. I haven't been that lucky like Carmen to get married for and be together with someone for over 40 years. I'm not saying that couldn't happen. You know, my thing. I always talk about my f- five foot nine, 117 pound, long haired, beautiful, fire red Italian wife. That's what I think, and her name is Alessandra. So who knows? When I go somewhere overseas, you never know who I'm going to walk into. And if I walk into her, we're getting married, I can guarantee you. I wouldn't say that lightly either. But my point of the matter is, we are talking about that with Charlie and Liam last night. Um, Some of us are just more solitary than other men. I'm one of them. I always talk about my log cabin sitting on the porch with my... uh, Black-eyed Italian, or well, it could be an Italian Mastiff, but my American Bulldog, my shotgun next to me, nice shot of bourbon and sitting there and watching the mountains. I'm very content with that, too. So we all go through different things. But I will tell you this, um, life is good. It's all what you make it. So also, too, um, if you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, you know, as I said, and if you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. Also, the great Hoosa Steel Crusher in Blood Red says, Domination. We are domination. We clear cut the path. We don't follow anyone's. Dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. And everyone knows we always have large amounts of testosterone dripping out of the speakers, no matter where it is. Frank Klein, my greatest business college professor, repetition, repetition, repetition. Quitters never win, and winners never quit. My pop, B. 
be a leader, not a follower, be a leader, not a follower. John Ridge, he'd walk every patient to the door no matter how busy he was, and he'd say, keep on, keep smiling. Say that on your best day or your worst day or just say it. It just feels good to say, keep smiling. And I thank John for all of those great things he did for me. Also, too, be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell a hundred or more of your friends we're coming because we're not going to just kick your door and we'll blow the roof off your house. Hang with us. Be with us. Be part of the family for the next 30 years. You know, it's very important. You need us and we need you. Go out to the man's, the Manly Men's Movement page on FiorellaBarbellCo.com. Go and write something up. We need you to participate. We want to grow this into its own website. Believe me. And like I said, Winners and Champions, Inc., go out and check out that product. Donations, whatever, we would love for you to come in and help us out. It would be much appreciated. Don't forget about MotivationMuscle.com, all the shows Carmen and I have done. Sign up for the free newsletter. And don't forget about the Fiorello Barbell Company YouTube channel. Real men, real strength, and real power. And um, I'm going to read something quickly, but I want to say this because I don't want to forget ever. Men, never apologize for being men. It's over. The, 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 the pussified world is done. We're going to change it all. Mark my words. A book I've been reading, I got this in college with the great Frank Klein, who I talk about, my professor. Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich. This book is like literally held together by tape everywhere, but I refuse to ever get rid of it because it would be like getting rid of part of my body. It's like the same way people said, oh, you got to sell some of your equipment to bring money in. The day I do that is the day you might as well bury me because I'm, that means I surrendered. Never, 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 never. This is called The Six Ghosts of Fear, and I'm just going to read this. It's on page 257. You take inventory of yourself. See if any remnants of fear are standing in your way. You think and grow rich because nothing, absolutely nothing, can stand in your way. And I mean that. Destroy it, dominate it, obliterate it, and dent it. Everything in your path. Carmen, honor, pleasure, always a good time and great information today, sir. Thank you for being on. Thank you for having me and good luck to you, friend. Always, man. We will do it. So, for Carmen Caputo, this is Eric Fiorello. As I said, we will have this up. Let's see. Today is Tuesday. Uh, there's a very good chance it will be up Thursday. Friday at the latest. But as I said, you know, when I just read The Six Ghosts of Fear, remember this. Think and grow rich because nothing, absolutely nothing, can stand in your way. Adopt those principles. Get this book. I bet I've read this book almost a hundred times. I'm reading it every day. The pages I got to keep pushing in. It is blood, man. Life's blood. And remember, life is asking something from you, not you it. All right? Not you it. Go out and be a little bit more than everybody else. Have a great week. Get fired up and live life. Thanks for listening, folks. Have a good, good week. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation & Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.